Hi, my name is Jen. I'm a holistic nurse practitioner, and I'm here to tell you that your body can heal. I've healed eight different chronic and autoimmune conditions that had me bedridden sick with little hope for my future in my 20s. I've created this podcast to inspire you and give you the tools to heal your body, your mind, your heart, your spirit, and your life. This podcast is for patients, practitioners, and people who want to listen from the place where spirit and science meet. As we heal our body, we have a body that moves well, thinks well, loves well, and that is a body we want to be in for this life to carry out our soul's work. I'm so glad you're here tuning in with us. Now let's get to this week's episode. Okay. And so food is so emotional. And if you're a big feeler like me, it grounds you. Food helps you feel your body and your emotions instead of everyone else around you. <laughs> right? Who knows what I'm talking about? Like you are like, I'm fine, actually. Like I, I feel pretty good within myself when I get around a lot of people, especially those you love and they have pain or worries. You're picking up on all that. And then you're like, hmm, I want to get out of this. And you're num 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 stuff in your face because then you don't have to feel right? Hello, my friends, and welcome back to this week's episode of Inspire Health by Jen podcast. This episode this week is going to be quick and easy. I'm just going to prep you for the holidays because I find myself having this conversation so many times with clients. And as we're approaching the holidays, I want to give you the tools, the tricks, the trades that have helped me navigate the holidays throughout my healing journey. Hey, I know you're super excited for this episode, but before we get started, I want you to go to the show notes and download the holiday foods guide. I've created a guide with all of the healing recipes I've used throughout the years around the holidays that you can make, give to a family or friend who's hosting and making food and be able to enjoy the holidays guilt-free while staying on your healing journey. So just head over to the show notes, download the healing holiday foods guide and enjoy the rest of the show. And I want to ask you a couple of questions. Who says you have to lose control of your healing during the holidays? Who says your body has to take a break from your healing protocol? Who says the holidays have to be stressful and triggering and you can't have freedom and fun with food? I want to offer you a different way of experiencing the holidays this week. But first things first, let me just get this out of the way and say, here is your permission slip to not feel guilty about not going to family functions, Friendsgiving, any environment that just makes you want to crawl up into a ball and your body's just like, ugh, no, it doesn't feel invigorating. It doesn't feel loving to go. You can simply decline with love the invitation and allow yourself to embrace this healing season. If the environment that you are invited to is toxic, just because it's family or friends does not mean you're a bad person. If you choose to take this year off, while you're in your healing cocoon or just every year that you need to. So how can you enjoy the holidays, be flexible, still eat foods that serve you and enjoy what is so beautiful about the holidays, people gathering, we're on most of the time in a good mood, getting together. It's a season of love and fun. And I want you to have that and be able to navigate what it's like when you're on a healing journey, you're at a little bit of a different frequency, a little bit of an alchemical state than other people. And I promise you, people are going to pick up on that. And they might say things like, whether you're out to eat or sitting around the table, you always have to be the healthy one, Brenda. 
or you're on a diet, Karen, gosh, again, and Susie, you are just that complicated family member. But here's what I want to say, because I know when we are changing the way we live and the way we vibrate and the way we operate in the world, you're going to get people's attention. And this is about them. The the person at the dinner table says, are you on a diet? Or Karen, you always have to be so healthy. That's about them. This has nothing to do with you. Your healing journey is triggering them. Good. Bingo. You've got it. You're on your path. So how are you going to navigate the comments from family and friends that maybe don't mean so well? How are you going to navigate the foods that are all in front of you that smell so good, yet you want to stay on your healing path? And how are you going to navigate the dynamics, the things that make your body feel stressed and your heart rate go up and your nervous system clench up before you even walk into the room? I will show you the true tried and tricks that have helped me through my healing journey through the holidays and that I share with clients. So, and this is mostly for those clients. So when we're in a session together, we don't have to spend the whole time chatting about the holidays. You can come right here. And I remember back to, I don't know, several, like maybe 10 years ago when I was around some friends around the holidays and I brought my own dish. It was a really casual gathering and I was starting my healing journey and what I was eating then as my healing foods, I probably wouldn't even choose now. And one of them looked at me, I could call her a frenemy. And she was like, Jen, when are you going to eat real food? And I like had this epiphany in this moment, holding my plastic microwave Tupperware. And I looked at her and I was like, this is real food. And they were eating fried onion rings and brisket and French fries and cornbread muffins that smelled so good and good for them. But I was like, no, 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 this is real food. And some of us, I was in a vulnerable position and place where I was the only one. And I thought that something was wrong with me. And that comment was there to probably unconsciously gaslight a little bit and make me think that something was wrong with me so that the people around me could continue with their behaviors that weren't serving them and their body and their highest expression and their ego could go unscathed and there could be no second thoughts about what they were doing and and all of the blame and the judgment could be placed on me. And you can simply in your awareness and experience deflect those. You don't have to get argumentative. Don't get reactive. You can just say, wow, I really enjoy the way I'm eating. This feels like real food to me. Make it about you, nothing about them. There will be no conflict. There can be no argument. And if they get inflammatory with you, you just remove yourself, right? So well-meaning people who love you and care about you are probably going to say some not so nice things because it's about them. It's about you triggering them. It's about them knowing what they're doing is not quite their highest expression and you're getting under their skin. Because you know what's funny? People who maybe don't have in this, in their deck of cards this lifetime, a healing journey in front of them to be had, they really don't care what you're eating and they really don't care what they're eating. There's no subconscious rhetoric or bias. There's no chatter going on in their head, but the people who maybe are on the brink of something are going to say stuff to you, but just watch in two months, two years, two decades from then, they're going to be calling you, texting you and being like, Hey. So what do you think about this? Have you done this in your healing journey? Have you heard of this? Did this work for you? And just take it in grace and say, I would love to help you because you held your head high and you stuck with what works for you. So 
autoimmune disease, any healing journey, it's a soul contract. Your soul is reaching out to you by means of your body to get your attention. If you're having symptoms, if you're not liking the way you feel, your soul is like, hey, chick, down there on earth, you're not living in alignment. I'm going to give you some physical symptoms to get your attention so that you can shift the way you're living to shift your frequency so that you can live in alignment, feel better. And then I promise you the purpose, the reason you're here on earth, your work, your life's mission is going to lay out right in front of you. That's what happens with every single client I work with on their healing journey. And you know what? Some people get really frustrated and scared and rightfully so sad. It's hard when you heal your body. Sometimes it's getting worse before it gets better. And a lot of people throw in the towel before they've reached that point of that alchemical bliss. And I'm just here to tell you today that if you're having symptoms, if you're feeling, it's okay to have a moment of a pity party of like, wow, Uncle Bob and Aunt Gina and whoever and Cousin Tom, like they're just pounding the foods that would make me feel so sick. Or they have energy, you know, they went skiing this morning, they ran a 5K, they made dinner. Like, I need to go to bed after being awake for 10 hours or wow, my, my sister can really have some wine and she's not having, you know, any kind of reaction. She's not having any kind of sulfate allergy, sulfite allergy, but I am like, don't beat yourself up. Your body, your soul is talking to you through your body because you're meant to shift in another direction. Let them live their life. You live yours and enjoy being together at all different walks in all different places because your healing journey is an invitation for you to find your sovereignty, for you to step into your power. And so many of us for the first time, because our blessed bodies love us so much and are talking to us, we're finding our power and we're voicing our needs for the first time, because we live in a world that rewards women and men, but mostly women for playing small, for being the good girl, for not saying what we need. We live in a world that you are revered and upheld and loved and adored for being the good girl, not rocking the boat, not being like, um, grandma, can you make that without butter this year and just put it on the side or bringing your own food to the table or simply declining the invitation because it's not in resonance with you this year. Right. And you don't have to tell them, you don't have to be like, you guys are toxic. <laughs> you can just say, you know, like, I have a work obligation. I have, I'm, I'm just simply not able to attend this year. And if they push your buttons and they want to know why I'm not able to attend, you do not have to explain yourself, but we live in a world that's going to reward you for, for not being in your power to artificially. And at first it's a reward, but it's eating apart your soul and it's tearing down your body and it's affecting your health and not voicing your needs. There's a, when we start to find our power and voice our needs, it's like a toddler, right? When the toddler learns the word no, oh my gosh, everyone watch out. No, I don't want to. Just they're very brass, right? And that's kind of how we are when we're healing and we're finding our voice and we're finding our power. We get a little pompous at first and then we can soften. Once we start to trust ourselves and understand like, oh, I can set boundaries and people don't have to take advantage of me my entire life. We can soften into this place of loving boundaries. I always think of like the way Mother Teresa or Mother Mary would set boundaries. Like they would take no shit, but they would do it lovingly. And so that's my aim and my practice. And maybe you can channel in one of the mother's energies to set those boundaries. And then remember when you're saying no, more Mother Mary, less toddler. Here are some tactical, tangible tips and tools 
that I think can set you up for keeping your body feeling well. Because there's this little bit of a panic energy around the holidays, am I right? Of like, Thanksgiving's coming. I used to be so worked up for weeks before Thanksgiving. What am I going to eat? What are they going to have there? Am I going to falter? Am I going to binge? Am I going to feel sick? Am I going to have this? What am I going to eat? And now I'm just like, cool, show up to Thanksgiving, eat what feels good, leave. And it's not a big deal. And I do come from a background of some disordered eating and holidays are the time where that stuff gets triggered. And I understand that. So here's how I'm going to give you the tactical and the tangible. And then we're going to talk about the energetic, emotional, and spiritual pieces, because you know, it's also combined in our healing. But if you can visualize your plate, if you can have this, I would recommend doing a a meditation moment before the holidays, a week before the day before the morning before an hour before whatever you can visualize what's on your plate. The food is of the concern. Visualize the conversations you're having with your family and friends. If that's of what's concerned, notice where the toxicity, whether it's toxic food, toxic people, toxic conversations from your mouth. Do you notice like, a family member gets gossiped about and then you jump in because you don't want the attention on you. Like just notice this and bring in before you get into that place in your body, feel the feeling you want to feel while you're there. I want to feel calm. I want to feel centered. I want to feel positive. I don't want to feel affected by other people's pain, drama, toxicity. I want to look at my plate and see healing greens and potatoes and salad and a wild caught salmon or whatever it is that works for you, right? Visualize it, have it so real in your mind that your subconscious is like, Oh, I've already done this yesterday. So when you go to live out the holidays in real time, your body is just like, it remembers that visualization tool and the work of Dr. Joe Dispenza. It works. If your subconscious, if you can see it, your body's like, Oh, I've already done that. And then it will be very, very real to you. I promise. Second thing, take a dish or a cooler. You can simply take some of your own food, maybe a dish to share. If you want to be a little incognito about your intentions. And if you don't want to draw attention to your path, that's totally fine. I get that. The less attention to what I'm doing, the better. So take a dish to share, take two. (laughs) Everyone jokes that our family friends giving that they're like, Oh, Jen always brings the healthy stuff. And they didn't realize for many, many years. Why they're like, wow, we have a salad now and we have these roasted vegetables because I knew they had incredible potato dishes. I knew they had meat. I know that I knew everything they'd had. I'm like, here's what I think I could offer add value to the event and also lean on something I know I could have. Right. And then I would pack a cooler because it was like an all day situation and so fun and still my favorite gathering. I would eat on the way there. I had my morning routine, my lemon water, celery juice, some sort of fruit. I would have a snack on the way there. I wouldn't go hungry, right? I had my plate visualized. I knew what I was going to work with. And I just really sank into enjoying conversations and being present. And then I had snacks for on the way home, especially dessert. If there was a dessert, I mean, because dessert's my favorite, like I'm a sweet tooth kind of gal. And sometimes there were desserts, thanks mom, that I could eat. And sometimes there were desserts that I just chose not to, right? And I like that language. I just heard it come from me of like, I choose to, right? Versus I can or I can't. You can eat whatever you want, but you're choosing to honor your body. So take a dish, take a cooler, pack snacks, do not go hungry. It's like, who has gone to the grocery store hungry? When I do that, I'm like, 
what? I spent like $150 more than what I needed. And then I don't eat half of it because I was just starving, right? So don't go to the holidays hungry. That goes to if you're eating out as well. Why not eat before you go? And then just order some side dishes that work for you. You can also host the gathering yourself. The host usually makes the most food. I know it's a lot of work and don't put that kind of pressure on yourself, especially if you're healing autoimmune chronic illness. It's like, it's going to take all the energy I have just to go. But if you're feeling in a good place and you just want to stick with the foods that are serving your body, host and make a spreadsheet of here are the items needed and put some of those things on there you want people to bring. I promise you, if you tell someone what to bring, most of the time they will feel relieved that they didn't have to come up with it and guess. Potlucks, everyone's like, oh crap, what am I going to bring? What's everyone else bringing? If you have a spreadsheet, if you're this kind of person and you just, Susie, you're bringing salad, Mike, you're bringing roasted potatoes, olive oil, and chives only. Like if you just give people, they're going to do it and they're going to be thankful. (laughs) They didn't have to do the thinking work. So there is an option. And if you're going to friends or family, ask ahead, Hey, what are you making? Can I fill in some of the gaps or, Oh my gosh, grandma. I love, love, love your mashed potatoes. I'm going to talk about this in a second. I haven't, I found out recently that I have a dairy allergy. Could you make them with coconut milk or could you make two separate batches? I'd be happy to bring the coconut milk and help you. Right. So ask ahead, plan ahead. You have an allergy. Here's what I think the easiest thing to do is when it comes to restaurants, friends and family, if you say, oh, I'm going gluten-free, they're like, oh, that's cute. Like, whatever, you'll be fine for a day. Or I have a gluten sensitivity. They're like, ah, you'll be fine, right? Like, especially in the Midwest, like, eh, shit'll buff out. Like, that'll be fine. Put some ranch on that. You know, you'll be fine. But if you say I have an allergy, which if you have autoimmune and chronic illness and you have a TH1 or TH2 imbalance and your, your body's freaking out about everything, I can run a lab test on you and I will find food allergies. I promise. Or you can save your money and know that in, in a chronic inflamed and autoimmune state, you have food allergies and just let the people know this. These are my allergens found out recently that I've been dealing with some food allergies. I'm healing my body or just say, Hey, I'm allergic to blank, blank, blank. No explanation needed. It's up to you how much you want to give and say, but then you might not have, you know, grandpa being like, just eat this, try it. It's so good. The cherry pie I made it. It's awesome. Or you might not have the guilt. You might have no questions asked. And people also might be like, I have that too. And then there's, you'll notice in your friends and family circle, if there's someone who's doing what you're doing or in the same direction, they kind of buddy up with you and you feel like you, you have a buddy on this journey. And that's really nice. Getting into more of the emotional, energetic aspects, examine dynamics that are going on. So how in within yourself, primarily, there's always, you get human beings together, there's going to be drama, there's going to be toxicity, there's going to be unspoken things, there's going to be tension, there's going to be nervousness or social anxiety, maybe you guys like only see each other once a year, and it's like, it's kind of nerve wracking at first. Uh, Maybe people start drinking to loosen up, you can do that if you want. And if you don't want to just examine how is food or alcohol my coping tool? Can I go to the bathroom and do some tapping and some deep breathing? Can I have a morning routine where I'm going to journal out about all my fears just by acknowledging that energy in your body? I'm super nervous to see her since we had that text message exchange. I don't know if she's mad at me. I don't know how she feels like write everything out. Here's how I'm feeling. Pull a card with it. Read a verse, say a prayer, light a candle, like move that energy before you get into the environment. Because if you're in the environment with the trigger and the energy and you have not processed on your own, it's going to be a little messy. 
So work with those emotions and energy before you go into the environment. And sometimes you're just going to land somewhere where you haven't had time to work through it. You don't even know it was going to be an issue, right? You can always say, I need to go to the restroom really quick. Take some deep breaths. Ask your, if your body, like the throat might get tight, the tummy might hurt, the head, you might just feel tense. You might feel just like shaky or nervous or angry, right? You might feel your fist wadding up. Just ask your body, what are you feeling? Okay, what do you want me to see? Your body is your compass, your roadmap. And work with that energy. A few deep breaths, just acknowledging it is going to bring it down just a little bit. Okay. And so food is so emotional. And if you're a big feeler like me, it grounds you. Food helps you feel your body and your emotions instead of everyone else around you. <laughs> right? Who knows what I'm talking about? Like you, you're like, I'm fine, actually. Like, I, I feel pretty good within myself when I get around a lot of people, especially those you love and they have pain or worries. You're picking up on all that. And then you're like, hmm, I want to get out of this. And you're num 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 stuffing your face because then you don't have to feel, right? So just notice that. I had a pattern that I realized one day, I think as I was stuffing like dark chocolate almonds down my throat, um, I was like, oh my God. As soon as I come to this family member's house, as soon as I walk in the door, I start looking for food. It was like a reflex at that point (laughs) because this place was painful for me. I wanted more for these people that I loved and food gave me that serotonin, that dopamine, those feel good feels and hormones and emotions and neurotransmitters. And then I didn't have to process what I was feeling. And then lovingly, like year after year, time after time, events and circumstances built up to one day I did have to feel them. And it was a big outburst when I had to feel it. And now I notice like, oh, I don't have that, that tendency anymore. So take a break before you go inside, take a break throughout the day. If it's an environment that brings stress to you, have a morning routine away from everyone else to be in your energy and not your own. It's really important around the holidays to get clear on what's my energy. What am I feeling? And what's everyone else's? If you just like woke up to the dog barking and then had to feed the kids and then had to, and some days are going to be like that, give yourself grace. But the night before, the morning of, like give yourself a routine where you journal or you tap or you meditate or you go for a walk or whatever it is you need to do. You pull cards, you do a scripture devotion and get clear on what it is within you that you're feeling. So that you know when you walk into another environment, what's yours, what is not yours. And remember, if you don't have an ideal day, you didn't do your morning routine, you drank no water, you only drank wine, whiskey, gluten, dairy, whatever, like whatever your pick your poison. And that was your whole day. Don't beat yourself up. That's going to make it worse. Detox it out. So go to the show notes. I want you to have this on hand. Download the one day detox guide and or the gut cleanse guide in the show notes. You could do one before the holidays and one after. So prep yourself, clean yourself out before self out before the holidays. If you know, Oh, Jen's going to be a little rocky at the holidays. I just know me. I'm not really interested in changing what I want to do and how I want to eat. I just, I want to do what I want to do. And especially if you have a body that isn't so ruthless to you, some, if you were like me and you had one Body of one thing, your body would be pissed, and it was you that was made it not worth it. And you didn't cheat. I didn't cheat because I it would be miserable. 
And then we heal and we get to a place or maybe we just have a body that's not as talkative and we're like, I probably know what I'm going to eat and it's not going to be fun. If you go in with a super squeaky clean slate, well-functioning mitochondria, really balanced immune system, and you have a day, it's probably not going to rock you too bad. And then clean it out after the holidays. You can do the one-day detox guide leading up maybe for a week up into the holidays, pick your holiday or just through the season, and then do a gut cleanse. After gut cleanses, especially the gut cleanse guide that I have listed in the show notes for you, this gut cleanse moves emotional and energetic things in your life. Oh my gosh. As the cleanse passes, and you'll learn about this in the guide, what it, what it, what it looks like, what it feels like. I was like, had this elated euphoria feeling because it moved so much emotion for me and just old energy out. And what a great time to do that after the holidays in a stressful season when it's consumerism and family dynamics and pressure and da, 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 and financial stress sometimes, right? Clean that stuff out. Start your year new. Okay. So I'm here to remind you that if you're struggling with your health, chronic illness, autoimmune disease, there's a different way to do the holidays. You can prep yourself with the tangible tools. I said, you can detox it out. The sauna. Oh my gosh. Talk about the infrared sauna. Let's be honest, the healing journey can be hard from cooking to consultations and trying to live a life in between. Oftentimes you just run out of energy. Are you looking for a therapy that can shoulder some of this healing work for you? Well, I have got just the thing. Infrared has been the second best thing next to food as my medicine to heal all eight autoimmune and chronic conditions from my body. These infrared devices I'm going to tell you about literally helped me melt my eczema that was from my collarbone to my forehead away while I was healing with symptomless nutrition. I woke up every morning with skin that was cracked, bleeding so stiff. I could not even smile, but thank goodness for infrared as this was the only thing to truly help my skin be more supple, the eczema to heal my fatigue to reduce and my body to flush out the inflammation through heat shock proteins. So I could be here sharing this good news with you today. Truth be told, I still use my infrared sauna every single day because it makes me feel so good. So how can infrared help you heal? I want you to think of your body like one giant solar panel. You know, the ones that sit on rooftops and turn sun into energy inside of the home. Our bodies are basically doing the same thing, whether that's from the sun or healing infrared devices by exposing our skin to sunlight, seven dehydrocholesterol in the skin absorbs the UVB light and is converted to pre vitamin D3. From there, it changes into vitamin D3, and then your body uses it for anti-inflammatory healing. And research suggests this may result in more soluble mediators, such as endorphins, serotonin being released, think happy, feel good, anti-inflammatory, and increased ATP production by the mitochondria just from the infrared use. Your body is going to feel so, so good and relieved deeply with the infrared light. So where to start? Start with an infrared sauna. If you're ready to go in sweat and deeply detox and heal fast. If you need to take it slow, a juve red light by itself or combined with a biomat is a more gentle option that can be used anytime, anywhere without breaking the sweat. Simply head over to inspirehealthbygen.com slash infrared therapy, or click on the link infrared in the show notes. 
That's inspirehealthbygen.com slash infrared dash therapy. On the webpage, you will see an opportunity for up to a $600 discount for the infrared saunas and 50 to $100 discount for the biomats and the red light devices. So get that discount, head over to inspirehealthbygen.com slash infrared dash therapy. And how much it can help you. The infrared sauna is a tool that, oh my, if you mess it up, if you feel sick, whatever it is, you can get in a sauna and melt that all away in just 30 to 45 minutes. I'm here to remind you, if you're struggling with your health, autoimmune disease, chronic illness, most importantly, your body can heal. It's probably going to take a few holiday seasons to reach your peak health, but stay in with it. Keep listening to the podcast. If you can subscribe, if it resonates, leave a five-star review, share it with your friends. This podcast is designed to give those who aren't in a place to be able to invest quite yet tools, tips, and resources. It's exactly what I needed along my healing journey. And now it's my life's work to give it to you. So thank you so much for joining us this week. And we'll see you next week. And make sure to leave a review, subscribe, share it with a friend so this message can reach millions of women needing healing around the world. Hey, let me interrupt this episode real quick to offer another prescription along your healing journey. This one may be not what you're thinking of. Let me guess, you're doing the nutrition, the supplements, the sauna, the exercise, the peptides, the yoga, but there's still a feeling like something is missing in your healing journey. Where two or more are gathered, there is indeed healing power, and we are going to gather way more than two people. I do believe our healing journey does not reach its capacity until we have entered into the portal that is a healing spiritual medicine retreat. In order for our brain to rewire itself, reprogram limiting beliefs, anxious thoughts, and even cellular healing code for our physical body to get better, we must break the pattern we live in. We can do this by engulfing ourselves in a healing retreat. I want to invite you into the healing container I create just once a year, our spiritual medicine healing retreat in Yalapa, Mexico, January 14th through the 19th of 2024. We have various pricing package options for all budgets, all inclusive besides your travel. I promise you, you cannot come back from this healing experience the same. Imagine organic healing foods, instant ocean access, sleeping in open air or closed if you prefer rooms, listening to the oceans, tropical rainforest waterfall excursions, deep sea snorkeling, boat rides, healing sessions, shaman ceremony, and space and rest and time to connect with your soul, which is the true medicine. This is the annual experience my team and I curate just for you once a year, and it sells out every single time. So if you're listening to this, I know you crave deep healing. So click on the link in the show notes or go to inspirehealthbygen.com slash retreats. That's inspirehealthbygen.com slash retreats for more information. Or if you're listening to this podcast and hear this after the retreat has passed, check out the retreats page still for another unique in-person healing experience in the future. Thank you.